Hello people, I hope you've had a productive week so far. I'm excited because I'm talking about one of my very favorite topics, which is rejection and it's in the family of objection handling in sales. So I did a recent poll and 75% of the people who responded to my poll said that one of the biggest challenges that they experienced when initiating a, a sales relationship is fear of rejection. They're afraid that you know, the person on the other end or the person that they're speaking to will, you know, might say no to them or might not purchase their service or their product. And so they decide not to reach out or not to make the, that call or not to you know, attend that meeting for that reason. So today we're going to talk about five insights. I say I say insights, but they're really things that I think about or that I used to think about when I just started out in sales and they were able to help me overcome that thinking of, oh, the, this person might say no, so I might as well not even bother. So I hope that this will help you as well in making the decision on initiating new sales relationship or even taking the, the sales relationship that you've already got to the next level right so one thing that i always said so and i and i would always say this to like new sales people who came in and i had to orient i'd always say to them think about this the person that you're speaking to on the phone cannot hurt you they're not going to slap you over the phone. They're not going to punch you over the phone. And even though, you know, some people might be rude, they still cannot physically hurt you. So that's one thing that I'd always carried at the back of my mind. Whenever I call someone, no matter what their status is, I know that they cannot physically hurt me. So it's going to be a case of I tell you what my product is, I pass on that message and then you either say yes or no. Those are the two real outcomes that can come from an initial interaction with a potential client. Yes or no. Of course we want yes, but no also you should expect it. Just know that they cannot hurt you physically. Hear me, hear me clearly, hear me clearly. I mean, if you look at all of the different reasons why people tell you that they're afraid of making an initial connection with a potential sales client, it's because they take it so personally when they're rejected. They feel like their self-worth has been diminished. They feel like, you know, self-esteem issues. Some people feel like they're not good at anything. Please, please, please. The biggest favor that you can do to yourself as a salesperson or as a professional who has to initiate business relationships that will potentially lead to sales, you must understand that you as an individual, your self-worth, your expertise is separate from the products or the service that you're selling. Once you know this, 
you will not be afraid to pick up the phone you will not be afraid to sit in the meeting you automatically hold the power of every initial meeting or conversation that you get into so understanding that the fact that prospect a doesn't buy from you it doesn't mean that you're terrible at selling it doesn't mean that you're a terrible human being it just simply means that prospect a is not interested in that service maybe it's a time thing maybe it's a need thing there are a host of many other reasons why this person has opted not to buy your product or service i've spoken to people before who had said to me i'm not interested or who have said to me giving another reason you know and but that does not stop me from you know giving them some time in them reaching out again and you'd be surprised how people appreciate that you touch base with them but in that moment where they've said to you that they're not interested that they're not going to opt for your service understand that it's not a reflection of yourself as a person or yourself as a as a professional and this will go a long way in keeping your self confidence when making new connections I've become very very interested in separating problems from opportunities and in sales the best approach or the best mindset is seeing every hurdle as an opportunity this is why objection handling exists because you're bound to get a no there's no way that you can be a sales person and you don't encounter someone who says no to you but i've been in you know different sales courses or sales training classes and the universal theme is mind you i'm not a fan of those but the universal theme is treat every rejection as an opportunity to provide more information i've definitely had people who have said no probably more people have said no to me than the people who have said yes to me in an instant some people have said no to me at first and then with some work they've been able to come around and commit and some people have said no but but that's their no so that small percentage of people who had said no only one and more information only one and more clarity and there's something that i do if someone says no to me there's no way i'm going to leave that call without feedback right so it goes this way prospect says no thank you i'm not interested and i go may i ask why and often often because this person is a human being and if you've caught this person on a day where they're not in the bad mood because sometimes it could just be that they're in a the bad mood right go ahead and ask them why aren't you interested why you know it could be that the product is not for me this is not the right time i have no need for that i have got a different plan a bit some people might tell you i've got a long term plan in this falls maybe 2 3 years on that plan so it's not the right time 
there's always a reason i mean some people can tell you i don't like your voice or i don't like your company people will always give you feedback so don't see a no as being cast away or even taking it personally because either you leave a call with a yes i'll buy your product or your service or you leave that call with an opportunity to learn and improve yourself so if it's a no before putting that call through understand that there are two outcomes we've talked about this earlier either you get a yes or you get a no but the no is not a damning answer just take this perspective take this mindset into every call and you know the fear of rejection will be a thing of the past so if you say you know what i'm going to call mr a and there's only two things that mr a can tell me mr a can tell me yes i'll buy your product or mr a can tell me no but this is something that you can do to improve yourself understand that that no for you is an opportunity to learn and improve yourself so you're not losing out anyway whether it's a yes or no going into a call with that mindset gives you the confidence because you're not associating no with as a negative response you're associating no as a positive even though it's not the ideal outcome it's still a positive outcome number four i've been preaching the gospel of conscious selling since i understood what since i understood that the way that i approach sales is very different especially coming from the financial services industry that is very cutthroat so seeing what my colleagues were doing and seeing what other people in the industry were doing and just getting that constant push from my managers just brought me to a realization that I'm doing something different. And then I decided, you know what? What I'm doing can be classified as empathic. It means that I'm conscious of other people's feelings and their wants and needs in relation to the product or service that I'm selling. And so it's something that I've decided to call conscious selling. And since since coming to terms with this, you know, since realizing this, I've noticed that the bedrock of conscious selling is focusing on long-term relationship building or focusing on the long-term benefits of every relationship that you go into. And it doesn't just only apply to work, it also applies to your personal life. But let's focus on selling right now. You know, it may take a day for some people to purchase from you or buy into the service or product that you're selling. And it might take years for others to commit. But if you're focusing on the journey as opposed to the destination, there's so much more benefit to be, to be experienced So the longest, I think the longest sales um, journey that I've been on 
it's about four years a few years ago i'd met a, a prospect um through another uh, through a client um at the time we were trying to penetrate the mines they were closing up the mines and giving people a lot of money that didn't know what to do with it and as a financial as a person working in a, a financial advisory firm i thought yeah why don't we go down to the mines and you know show these people what we've got and help them save and plan with these monies that they're receiving and so a client of ours had referred a bunch of people to us you know we traveled all the way to the ashanti region in ghana obwasi precisely and we met a lot of great people and we signed up a lot of really good people but this one guy who you know i'd had some conversations with i knew that he was going to be a really good client but for some reason i was unable to get him to meet and this guy actually went ahead and referred other people who he thought might need our service but one thing he didn't say to me was fuck off i'm not interested and for me that meant keep trying and keep i need more information i need to be convinced and so every now and then i'll touch base with him sometimes a year sometimes half a year i'll touch base with him it took four years for me to finally convince this man to sign on uh to the sort of service that i was offering and you know when i finally reconnected with him and he told me someone from your old firm reached out to me but i told them that i was dealing with you and i'm not willing to deal with anyone else why because I'd, i'd i understood what the situation was and i was able to work within this person's comfort zone i wasn't pushy I wasn't trying to shove my product down his throat. I was being empathic. I was being considerate. I was being conscious of their feelings, conscious of their schedules. And so over time, he felt comfortable enough to eventually commit. And we finally did business together to the point where he opted not to do business with someone else who could have offered him the same level of service or the same product that I was offering him. So long-term relationships. So it's not just the sale that matters in that moment. Focus on the additional benefits of maintaining a relationship with a prospect. You know, they could refer you to other people. They could, you know, work with you in a matrix sort of in other projects. They could provide you other opportunities as well. I mean, I've had a prospect who I never got to sign on help me you know introduce me to 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 someone who hired me so there's so many other benefits don't look at people as a paycheck don't look at people as a, a bonus or commission look at them as what long term benefits will my relationship with this person bring not just for yourself but also for that person and it's that sort of selflessness that would erase the problem of fear of rejection because you become confident in yourself you become confident in your skills as a salesperson and you would not have to think about being rejected you know during my orientation my first job 
financial services, financial coordinator, sales, sales, sales. I remember sitting down with my manager and the first thing he'd written on the whiteboard was fear is a liar. And I just sat there like, what a, what a wanker I thought to myself. It's like, why? <laughs> I didn't understand. Um, and, you know, he went on to explain how being afraid is more of a, of a hindrance than it is a benefit. So you feel that you're protecting yourself, you're protecting yourself from, from, from insults, you're protecting yourself from getting hurt. But at the end of the day, you're limiting your full potential. So over time, when I think about fear, I think about fear being a limitation. I think about fear being a preventive measure. And when you're thinking about fear as a preventive measure, it's not just preventing you from hurt. It's also preventing you from excellence. You know, fear obstructs. Fear obstructs. Your, your thinking, fear obstructs your rationalism, fear obstructs your success. Fear diminishes you. When you're afraid, your self-esteem is diminished. You don't, you don't, your, your self-worth is diminished and, and, you know, your success is diminished and it minimizes you as well. It puts you in a position where you have to hide yourself. It puts you in a position where you have to, you know, lower your voice so you, so you will not be seen. And of course, when you're not being seen, you're not getting heard. So of course, it also limits your, your full potential. So fear is a liar indeed. Because when you are able to work through that fear and overcome it, only good things come. And even when you do encounter challenges, they're not challenges that will that will put you in a position that the fear that you allow to overcome you will put you. They're challenges that will pivot you to the next step. You know, so first step before even picking up a, a phone or before even sitting in, in a meeting, you first have to deal with your own personal fear before even you know, going into that situation because your fear will limit you. You sit in front of a client and you're stuttering or you're sweating or you're looking very shifty. Fear is not good, especially during, you know, when you're selling or in sales, you have to work on your fear. And all the other things that we've talked about in this uh, episode of dealing with the fear of rejection, it all ties into it because if you're sure of yourself, if you if you focus on the journey of your conversation as opposed to the end goal, if you understand that the rejection is not does not define your self-worth, and if you understand that no is an opportunity and it's not a problem, the issue of fear will not exist. So please, please, please understand that fear is something that should have no place in your mind when you're in sales or when you're connecting with people for the first time. And to wrap this all up, if you're in sales, you must have heard this cheesy line one way or the other. And no, I'm not alone. 
it goes this way some will somewhat sorry <laughs> let's try that again some will some want so what someone's waiting thank you very much for hanging out with me today i appreciate your time i appreciate you taking the time to listen as always please send me an email send me a message connect with me on linkedin instagram facebook Um, if there's any topics in sales or relationship building that you'd want us to touch on i'd be happy to include that in the line of episodes if there is any advice that you'd if you want to seek advice or if you want to give your thought or share some insights i also appreciate other perspectives thank you again and see you next week